Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today, I wanted to talk with you all about how you are seen. So recently, during my alone time, God revealed to me that I have been tolerating insecurity. Now, if you've listened to my previous podcast from years ago, I shared how insecurity has been something that I have struggled with growing up. You know, because growing up, I really grew up in a very critical household. You know, where my mom, of course, loved me, but she was always pointing out flaws in me, which caused me growing up to just compare myself constantly to people. And we, we know that comparison only leads to insecurity. And one of the ways for you to know if you are struggling with insecurity is when you are comparing yourself to others. And this can easily be about many things. You know, for me, for example, if I see another beautiful woman, I start feeling less than. Uh, maybe for you, if you see someone who is smart, intelligent, or doing things that you feel like you wish you could do, you start thinking worse about yourself, right? Those kind of thoughts are very toxic. And God was showing me that I was tolerating a lot of insecurity. And because insecurity has been such a huge part of my life, it's very hard for me to catch myself when I'm falling into that trap. You know, many times I need God to show me my heart. You know, that's what happened when I was just spending alone time with the Lord. God started showing me, the insecurity that was in my heart. And I would encourage you for those who do struggle in this area, when you're spending time with God, make Psalm 139, I believe it's the last verse in that chapter, make that your prayer. It's Psalm 139, 23 to 24, which says, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me into the way of everlasting. So I would encourage you to make this your prayer, at inviting God to search your heart. Right? Because when God shows you areas in your heart that you need to work upon, then you can bring those issues upon God and ask for His revelation to bring transformation into your heart. Because the last thing that I want to do is to be walking with insecurity right, and not actually walking with a renewed mind. Because when we tolerate insecurity, it only becomes more worse and toxic. And in the past, I've had instances where my insecurity led to having anxiety attacks, where I would start feeling a physical um, manifestation in my body, right? Where I started getting headaches, I started feeling body ache. And so when we tolerate insecurity and, and continue to live with that toxic mindset, it starts affecting us emotionally and our bodies as well. And so during my alone time with God, I just heard the Lord say, Gabby, you are beautiful because you are beautiful. You know, many times we feel like we can only have the title beautiful if we look like this, or we, you know, our body shape is a certain shape, you know, whatever it may look like. We have our own definition of what beauty is, and it could also be a huge influence from the world or from what we grew up in, you know, maybe your your family or your friends, things that you see. But we have to understand that we are beautiful because God says we are beautiful, right? We have to know that God makes beautiful things. Right, and I want to share this verse in Psalm 139. It's Psalm 139, 13 to 14. It says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And I love this verse because it, you know, here David writes and acknowledges 
that God's works are wonderful. And we have to be in a place where we acknowledge that God, you made me. You made my inmost being. You wove me together in my mother's womb. And if God has, you know, think of God as the best artist in the world, right? When you think of the best artist in the world, maybe you have someone in mind, you're not gonna call their artwork trash. You're gonna say it's an art piece because it was made by so-and-so. And so God is the masterpiece, right? He is the best artist of the world. He made all the mountains, all the trees, all this world, everything that we see. And the problem is the world has tarnished, you know, um, what true beauty is. And so we have these definitions of what beauty is. But you are beautiful. You know, whoever is listening right now, whether you're a man or a female, understand that you're beautiful, understand your value and worth. And you are beautiful because you've been made by the hands of God, right? God made you himself. He made you according to his image, in fact, right? And so we can't think less of ourselves or start comparing ourselves to others, but to see that we're all unique yet beautiful. I had shared this a couple months ago, but I want to share this verse again. It's Song of Solomon 6, 8 to 9. Solomon here is talking about his, his to-be wife, the Shulamite woman. In Song of Solomon 6, 8 to 9, it says, 60 queens there may be, and 80 concubines, and virgins beyond number, but my dove, my perfect one, is unique. And I remember months ago when I had read this verse, God was reminding me that just as Solomon saw the Shulamite woman as his perfect dove who is unique. Although there are many other women, right? It says there are, there, there are many concubines, there are many virgins, many queens, yet his dove, his perfect unique one, cannot be compared. And the Lord was telling me that how he sees each of us, like we can't be compared to one another because we're so unique, incomparable to others. And most importantly, my perfect one. Right, God sees us as perfect, and many times we can find so many imperfections in regards to beauty. You know, and I, and I know insecurity can cover many things, but I really just feel led to talk about the aspect of beauty. You know, the aspect of confidence. All these things we have to understand that yeah, we may not be perfect, but through Christ we can do all things. Right, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, and so our confidence shouldn't be like in ourselves but in who we are in Christ. So as I was in my alone time with the Lord, God was just revealing to me that insecurity comes from the devil. You know, many times we can think of insecurity as something innocent because we're like feeling less than, you know, it's not like pride, but it's more of like, I don't feel good enough. I don't feel seen. But all those things come from the enemy. They don't come from God. And the reason why I say that is exactly what the Lord showed me. When we're tolerating insecurity, we are refusing to see ourselves as God sees us, right? The enemy wants us to see ourselves from this lens of worthlessness, of being less than, of not being seen or valued. But God says we are loved. And if his word says we are loved, if his word says we are precious, then we need to see ourselves that way. We have to refuse to not tolerate those thoughts of insecurity, right? Acknowledging that those thoughts are evil. Those thoughts are evil because they come from the enemy. They don't come from God. And so I want to encourage you, start speaking positive things about yourself. Start saying, God, I thank you that I'm beautiful. Even if you don't feel it, just say it. Because the more you say it, the more you'll start believing it. And when you believe it, when you see yourself, you really will see yourself as beautiful. You know, when I was in this, you know, it's been a couple years now that God has been walking me through healing of insecurity. And I remember back then, I would, whenever I look at myself, I, I would always think that, man, like, I, I feel like I... I'm so ugly. Like I would always think like I'm fat or I'm this or that, whatever. 
But, you know, now that God has healed me, when I look back at my other pictures, I'm like, wow, I can't believe that I thought I was ugly in this time. Right. So I would encourage you to start renewing your mind with God's truth, speaking life, saying, God, I thank you that I'm beautiful. God, I thank you, Lord, that you have made me to to be friendly. I thank you, God, that you have made me to be outgoing. Right. Speaking these things, because insecurity, like I said, doesn't always have to be about looks, but it can even be about character. You know, maybe you feel like you're just not good at talking to people or you don't have good charisma, like whatever it is, just start thanking God. Right, positioning your even your prayer request in a place of thanksgiving. God, I thank you, Lord, that I'm enough. I thank you, God, that you have made me to be able to do this job well. I thank you, God, that you have made me to be a good sister, to be a good friend. Start declaring things over yourself. I thank you, God, that I'm beautiful, that I'm redeemed, that I'm kind, that I'm patient. Right, speak these very things because there's power in your words. There is power in your words. And the reason why I titled this teaching you are seen is, is because many times when we're feeling insecure, we're feeling like we're not seen. You know, especially when it comes to beauty, for example. You know, when I was struggling with insecurity, I felt less than. And I felt like, oh yeah, I'm not seen, I'm not cared. And for the longest time, you know, I would say the first two years of my marriage, I experienced that a lot with my husband where I felt like, oh, he doesn't care about me. Uh, I'm not seen, I'm not noticed. He's probably noticing other women or other people. And those are blatant lies. But we have to understand that we are seen. And number one, we are seen by the Most High God, right? God sees us. And I and I know we've been parked in Psalm 139 for this whole time, but I want you to go to the beginning of Psalm 139. And I just want to read verses 1 through 10 because these verses show you that God sees you. He knows your thoughts, right? He knows those deep thoughts that you may not even say out loud or things that people may not know, but God knows. Psalm 139, 1 to 10 it says, you have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. So I love this psalm because it just shows God's heart for us. The fact that this mighty God would even care to know what our thoughts are. Going back to verse three, where it says, you discern my going and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. The fact that God is so familiar with us and knows even our slightest thoughts shows how much he cares about us. And if God cares so much about you, that means you are very, very valuable. And it goes on in Psalm 139 and says, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? Right, even if I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I go as high as the heavens, you are there. Like God is always with us. And because we are, he is always with us. We never have to live in fear. We never have to live in insecurity but we can rather know our value, right? God even says here, your right hand will hold me fast. He is holding fast to you, right? The only time God may not be holding you is if you are letting go of him and you don't want him and you build bridges or build walls from, from the Lord coming and being close to you. As long as you welcome him in, he is going to come in and be with you. So I wanna encourage you, whatever thoughts that you are having that are not of God, dismiss those thoughts. And start telling yourself, God, I thank you that I am loved. 
you know, many times there may be people who d- will disappoint you. And I feel like, you know, those who are listening, there are people that have disappointed you that, you know, have fallen through were not perfect. But understand that's why your identity needs to be rooted in God. Because if your identity is, is rooted in imperfect people, of course your identity is going to be shaken. You know, one day you may feel really great, but then some days you might feel bad if your identity is based on a person. But if it's based on the person of Jesus who is all perfect, you can always walk with complete confidence and security in who you are in Christ. I would encourage you, if you're struggling in this area, please don't just settle for the things that I'm saying in this recording, right? Don't settle for what you're hearing right now. Take what I'm saying, of course, but I want you to go and spend time with Jesus and ask Him to open up the scriptures. Ask Him to open up Psalm 139 and to give you and fill you with the spirit of wisdom and revelation, right? Paul talks about that. He says he was praying for the church to have the spirit of wisdom and revelation. That's my prayer for you, is that you would receive your own revelation, Right, hear it from God Himself because when you do, transformation comes. Transformation comes when we receive that revelation from His Word, from the Holy Spirit. Right, sometimes God can also speak to us through the Holy Spirit, and many times it's through God's Word. But I want to encourage you to come before Him, seek Him with hunger, saying, God, this is how I'm feeling, being vulnerable to Him, and saying, God, speak your truth. I invite your Holy Spirit to come and speak to me. Show me how you see me. Right, asking God. Right, praying the prayer, God, help me to see myself as you see me. And so I want to pray for you all right now. God, I thank you, Lord, for those who are listening in right now. God, I just pray, Lord, that you would show them how much they are loved, God. Lord, those false insecurities of the enemy trying to tell them that they're not seen, that they're less than. God, I thank you, Lord, that we are so seen by you, God. And you say, Lord, that we are now royal priesthood, that we are your valued possession, that Jesus, you died for us, in fact, so that we could be with you. So I thank you, God, that we are so valued in your eyes. Lord, I pray, God, those who are listening, Lord, that they wouldn't seek favor of men, God, but that they would be so satisfied by you, that they would be satisfied knowing that you are so proud of them, that you love them so much, and that they would not seek the love of man, God. But Lord, I just pray that they would just seek simply your love, God that they would just look onto you, God, and that you would just continue to reaffirm them more and more. And I feel like too, like God wants you to walk with such, with such strong identity of knowing who you are because there are other people who need to know who they are in Him. Right? There are people that need you to speak life into others and insecurity will stop us from lifting others up. Insecurity, in fact, will sometimes make us put others down. But God, I pray right now, Lord, that you would renew the mind of every single listener that they would have a greater revelation of how valuable they are to you, of how you see them, God. Give them a revelation, Lord, of who you are, God, in them, God, so that they may go out, Lord, and lift up others, Lord, and open others' eyes for others to see that they are fearfully and wonderfully made by you, God. So we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So I pray that you have been blessed by this please definitely go ahead and share this as well. If you're listening on the podcast or watching on YouTube, share this. You never know who may need to hear this. And if you have been blessed by our ministry, please also consider sowing into our ministry. We are in definite need of expanding our team. Um, Like I've said in the previous podcast, you know, God has blessed me with a baby. So there's going to be just, you know, a new season for me. And I definitely can't be doing, you know, everything. You know, I definitely want to spend this season focusing my time on what God has called me to. 
which is studying his word and teaching his word and bringing resources and discipling. But there's so much that goes on into this ministry, right? With, with administrative work, editing, there's monthly cost as well that comes into sharing the gospel and the things that we do. So we definitely could use your help. So help us to continue to spread the gospel, to encourage others and to help others find God real in everyday life. So you can give at livingrevelations.com donations. So I am excited to talk to you all again. God bless you and talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.